Hello and welcome to Prince Trap by Track. Today we're going to be talking about The Cross from Sign of the Times. Also one of the songs that was included on the Girl 6 soundtrack, uh, recorded on the 13th of July 1986 at Sunset Sound and released on the 30th of March 1987. On the track, it is merely Prince by himself. Um, and the track is 4 minutes 49. Joining me today to talk about this track is Jean Weber. Hello, Jean. Hello, Darren. And if we talk about the genre of the song, I feel maybe it's kind of like a stripped-down gospel song. I mean, it's certainly very kind of spiritual. I don't think anyone can argue with that. Yes, but it's got a little bit of a rocker edge to it with that guitar riff. Yes. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. No, when mm. he brings the electric guitar in, yeah, it really... But, uh, I mean, at the same time, there are a lot of kind of like, um, you know, mega churches where they have full bands that have like guitar, so... But the way the song is constructed on a very simple guitar riff, almost like uh, the, the end by The Doors or like uh, the great ACDC songs... Makes it yeah. a little bit rock and roll also, yeah. There are only two chords in this song. Yes, um, it's very you know. blues, almost bluesy also, but I, I'm not a musician, I'm just a lover. So I'm, I, I don't... <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, and we, I mean, the song starts out with this kind of, um, this like, uh, this kind of little guitar line that's played twice. Right. Um, that I'm sure anyone who knows the song would recognise. And then we have the chords and, you know, Prince comes in with Black Day, Stormy Night. Um, no love, no hope in sight. It was so so different than everything he did before. And also, you know, let's let's not forget we've just had like um, I don't know, like eight minutes of I can never take the place of your man. Yes. So, so yeah. <laughs> you know, which is a kind of like very upbeat kind of rocky song, and then to kind of go from that to this really kind of quiet opening. And yet he pulls it off. It doesn't feel like it's incoherent or, or, or yeah. all over the place. And you know, he says, you know, uh, don't cry, he is coming. Don't die without knowing the cross um, and as with a lot of songs on Sound of the Times there is essentially no kind of chorus uh, there's just the title of the song repeated uh, now and again which is a, an interesting way to build a song I like it as a I mean as a listener and, and you know he says ghettos to the left of us flowers to the right there will be bread for all of us if we can just bear the cross and as he says bear the cross we get the first kind of build up as the kick drum starts to come in mm. um and, you know, it's still just the guitar and the kick drum, um, as, you know, Prince says, sweet song of salvation, a pregnant mother sings, she lives in starvation. And then as he says starvation, that's when we get the, the kind of snare coming in. Uh, there's like a little, a little kind of drum roll, um, you know, and he says her children need all that she brings. And, you know, at this point, you know, you just have the kick and the snare and you just have the guitar. And then as he says... You know, with the next kind of chorus, he says, we all have our problems. And it, the lyrics on the um, on the Sign of the Times booklet, when it says some big, some are small, the big is actually in all caps and it's slightly larger font. And the yeah. word small is in a slightly smaller font. <laughs> and it's such a weird little touch that Prince did that, he, you know, in the lyrics in, in the book, it, he actually has them in slightly smaller and bigger fonts. And I just love that. I just love that somewhere Prince said to someone, when I give you the lyrics, make sure that the big is slightly bigger and the small is slightly smaller. I just put it down a point. <laughs> Sounds size. like something uh, Stanley Kubrick would do. I love that about Prince's perfectionism. Yeah. Um, and when he says, soon all of our problems uh, will be taken by the cross, that's when we get, you know, the, the, the kind of the, the hit of the rim. And then we're, you know, basically halfway through the song before we get the full drums coming in. And on, on the live version right. that's on the sign of the times, you know, it's just Prince by himself until he said, you know, until we get halfway through the song and then the lights go up on the drums and you see Sheila E and she brings like the whole kit in. Right. 
Um, and it's you know yes. it's just it's just amazing. And then as he sings "Black Day, Stormy Night," that's when we get the electric guitar coming in. It's incredible, um, yeah. Yeah, and no love, no hope in sight. Don't die for he's coming. Don't die without knowing the cross. I mean, essentially, I guess you know that's kind of not really a chorus, but it's the, it's the opening again, basically. Yeah. Um, and then Prince. And I mean, even even if you're not super religious or spiritual, or whatever, it's still a song that you can listen to as a rock and roll song or blues song or gospel song. It's beautiful. And there is this this kind of at this point there is a kind of electric kind of it almost sounds like an electric sitar. You, I'm sure you're familiar with the the sound I'm talking yes. about that kind of starts yes. kind of coming in at the end of each of the lines. Totally, absolutely, yeah. absolutely. Which is very seventies, very Dorsey, and yeah. I love it. Yeah. And then you know he goes back to the ghettos to the left of us, flowers to the right, and he's singing. When he repeats the verses, each time it gets more kind of passionate, um, you know, almost mm. competing. This song, this song would have almost fitted better in the, around the world in a day, in the, because of that seventh yeah. vibe. Oh yeah, you know, I, I could, yeah, I could see this, and I, I don't think he actually recorded this song. I mean, he recorded this song, you know, for this album, but he, it certainly had been around a right. few years before this. Um, as with as with a number yes, of the signs yes. of the time songs, and you know, as right. he gets to the kind of the final re- repetition of the ghettos to the left of us, flowers to the right, he's really kind of you know, the, the, as you said, there is a crescendo and the song is getting louder, so he's kind of almost having to fight against all the instruments that are in there, and he's kind of singing a lot yes. louder and kind of um, you know, a, more of a rock vocal, you would say. But you could you could almost you could almost put like a chorus of a, of a children or people behind him, like a John Lennon song or something, because it's so uh, yeah. strong, and yeah. powerful. And you know, then we get to the you know uh, you know we all have our problems. Some are big, some are small. And then I, I like for the final time he sings this, he starts adding y'all at the end of lines. So he says, soon all of our problems, y'all, will be taken by the cross. <laughs> so I don't know. It's really weird because, you know, you never think of Prince, even though he was from kind of, you know, like the Midwest, you never really think of his, like what his voice yes. would sound like. And I think it's funny. It's funny when he kind of drops the word y'all into a song as a lyric. <laughs> yeah, it's unusual also yeah, for him. And then the song kind of, you know, like we say, it reaches this crescendo with the electric sitar. You have the kind of guitar solo going on. Uh, you know, you've got the full kit is finally in. And there's this, uh, they even start adding a bit of percussion towards the end. And then the song fades out, um, you know, the song fades out. And then it kind of, you just get Prince uh, multi-tracked just singing the words, The Cross. Uh, and that's how the song finishes. You know, it's yes. it's just, just I mean, like describing the structure like this it makes it sound more complicated than it is. But each time something extra gets added, um, you know, like your attention isn't really kind of drawn to it. It just happens. And you know, by the time you get to you know like the third time of Prince singing, you know, Black Day, Stormy Night, suddenly the whole band is there. Um, and the whole band in this case yes. is being Prince, but you know the, all the instruments are in, and it's kind but of. But it, it sounds it sounds like a whole band. Like it yeah. sounds like he has a whole rock and roll band behind. Yeah, it, and yeah. certainly when it was played live, um, as it was done in you know on the '87 tour and the '89 tour, uh, sorry, the '87 tour and '88 tour, um, and obviously both of those are recorded. You can kind of see Prince and the band, you know, really kind of getting into the song, um, and and yes. certainly bringing you know the crowd along with them. Uh, and like you say, even if you're not, yes. you know, religious in any kind of way, um, then, you know, you do, it's still, it's, it's, you know, it's a really kind of moving song and so well executed. Yes, with a great riff and it's him doing uh, rock and roll. I mean, he, he hasn't done that much of rock and roll. Uh, I mean, pure rock and roll like that. Yeah. He was more about experimenting and mixing genre. And... It was very unusual. Yeah. I mean, uh, I'm going to say before we go on, it doesn't really goes without saying, but five out of five, of course. Yes. A big five for me also. Yeah. 
I, you know, I'm speaking French. I'm so uh, <laughs> moved. Um, and uh, yeah, and and then you know, um, in later years, Prince, in a slightly controversial move, um, you know, after meeting uh, Larry Graham and, and converting to uh, becoming a Jehovah's Witness, um, you know, he'd performed this song quite regularly. Uh, it, 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 on you know the 87 tour obviously 88 and a little bit on 90 and then in the 90s he kind of dropped it a little bit until we got to like 1998 uh, and there is a live performance of this at the uh, the Essence Awards um, uh, in 1998 where he, he performed the song but changed the lyrics to the Christ rather than the cross uh, due to the fact that Jehovah's Witnesses believe that uh, Christ was not killed on a on a two beam cross for some reason i don't know why they believe that but um uh, you know they they do and so you know you have prince larry graham and shaka khan singing the song um shaka khan also being i think jehovah's witness oh so so they, they all say the christ yes they the sing cross. the christ and in fact larry graham take you know prince does the the, the kind of the the opening black day stormy night and then larry graham does the second part and then um you know prince does the third part and and then they both sing the cross so okay. you know like it kind of goes between the two of them um, and you know Larry Graham, he he, he kind of adds because there's not really a bass line on the song other than you know one that kind of follows the the chords, and so he ha he adds this kind yes. of bass line to it, um, you know, uh, obviously with him being cool. a bassist mm. and everything. Um, yeah, but and then Prince, mm. one you know, of the greatest funk bassists of the world ever. Yeah, yeah, and, and you know Prince, um, he then kind of he didn't really perform the song that much as the Christ until around 2006, 2007, and then on those tours he also. Uh, you know, performed it as the Christ. And then, you know, for the last decade of his life, he didn't really perform the song again. Um, Interesting. You know, but I, I mean... Because <clears throat> it's definitely a great song for the for the stage. Yes. Oh, song. yeah. No, and I think mm. the fact that it kind of, the way it's layered and the way it builds up to that gradual mm. crescendo, it really, mm. you really want a crowd to kind of, kind of exactly. join in with it so and it's like a it's a lighter song i mean that's the, an old like, cliche of the rock concert but people used to bring out their lighters for those oh songs. oh yeah and i mean that's that on the on the the, the sign of the times version you definitely see that as well um, right, right yeah you know and i mean to me i i think i mean it was a controversial choice for prince to change it to the christ uh but at the same time you know he it, it his faith you know um it kind of demanded that he do that because obviously you know Jehovah's Witnesses don't believe that. As long as yeah, you could have called it Hail Zenu. Well, yeah, he. I mean, he could have. Yeah, indeed. I mean, if if he wanted to change the song, it was his song to change. So. Um, yes, exactly. You know, I mean, I'm, that's what he does, and uh, yeah, it's still a great song, whether you say the cross or the Christ. Or... Yeah, and I don't. I mean, I I feel like the message was already overtly kind of Christian enough that changing it from the cross to the Christ doesn't really make that much difference. I mean. Um, you know, Prince had even talked about in interviews in the kind of mid '90s about how he kind of had to hide his religion a little bit and, mm. and kind of code it into some of the songs. But it's true that you were talking about gospel. I mean, it has produced uh, some of the best artists and the best music of, uh, of, of, of every time, yeah. of all time. You know. Um, so now there have been a few cover versions. Um, Lenny Kravitz actually did, and I don't normally cover these. I don't normally go for the tribute versions, but Lenny Kravitz did, uh, you know, a kind of uh, a tribute medley at one of the award shows um, soon after Prince died. And for the second half of it, I think he did right. um, uh, When Doves Cry and then he went into doing uh, The Cross. Um, and and I only bring it up because, you know, there was a, a, a weird thing that Prince and Lenny Kravitz had in kind of like the, the late to mid 90s where um, Lenny Kravitz had done a song called uh, Rock and Roll is Dead. 
Um, and Prince, on his next single, recorded a B-side uh, called Rock and Roll is Alive and It Lives in Minneapolis. Uh, a com- <laughs> a, 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 as a retort to Lenny. And I... I don't think That's it was cool. ever kind of like a serious rivalry because Lenny Kravitz, I think, is also on the Raven to the Year Two Thousand concert. Um, so well, he was probably just he was probably honored. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, yeah, and, and so you know, the kind of I think uh, you know, well before Prince died, they they met a few times and they played together a few times. And I know that you know, obviously, you know, Lenny Kravitz respected Prince as a musician, and I feel yes. Prince, and you know, I, did I the know, same. I know Lenny Kravitz is not in the same league as Prince, but I, <laughs> I respect Lenny Kravitz as a musician. Yeah, too. he's done some great. Stuff. Yeah, and and you know he's a good father. You know his daughter Zoe is a is a great actress. So you know, right. um, I bear yeah. him no ill will. But yeah, so he he did a version of the cross, and uh, you know it's it's enjoyable enough. Um, but I think you know it, it kind of obviously um, he follows the same kind of build that Prince did as well. So you know obviously honoring the the kind of the the production more like a, an well. homage yeah, than yeah. A really a re- 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 reinterpretation. Yeah, so you know, but it was a tribute to him. You know, soon after his death. So you know. I, I, kind of one of the better kind of tributes that was done after Prince's death. Uh, and there's also yes. a version by Glenn Hansard, um, who uh, was in the film The Commitments. <laughs> as a, by Glenn, Glenn, Glenn Denzig? No, Glenn, Denzig? Glenn Hansard. <laughs> um, he was, oh, he was no, in The Commitments. Uh, he's an Irish artist and he was also in, um, in a couple of bands. Um, and he also, also... Is he the one who does like the, the hardcore rap, gangster rap, but in a very white way? No. You might be confused. Oh, no, no, with no, no, no I'm, I'm mistaking with the guy from The Hangover, no. not the commitments. <laughs> no. Sorry. Um, and <laughs> and so he uh, he also he's he's the he's the guy who's in um, in Once. Um, he's he's like the guitarist. Oh, right, yeah, yeah, okay. So he's, he's a real artist. Yeah, and uh, and he did he did a version of the cross, which I think was a couple of years before Prince died. Uh, but obviously, like folk, more, more folk, folk. Yeah, folk yeah, he had. Right. Yeah, I mean, it, it's actually it's kind of a very rocky version, you know, like. Um, it oh, really cool. emphasizes the rock elements more than uh, the, the kind of uh, gospel mm. elements in the song. Right, right, right. Um, but that's you know that's a fun cover version, and it was it was recorded like it's a live version, and it was done a few years before Prince died. But I think after Prince after Prince's death is when most people yeah. uploaded it onto YouTube. Um, so that's worth right. kind of looking at. But uh, yeah, I mean, yeah, it's not one. Of, it's not one of the most uh, famous. Uh, I mean, well-known Prince song. No, I mean, I mean, I think for you know people who are true fans of Prince, obviously, Sign of the Times is held in you know such high esteem. Yes. Um, so yes. I, I think you know for certain musicians you know they would pick this over Purple Rain um, simply yes. because of the breadth of oh, oh, me too I, actually I'm not a huge fan of Purple Rain to be honest I'm not talking about the album I'm talking about the song itself oh, okay maybe I, maybe I heard it too much I love the album but the song itself maybe it's because I'm not, I'm not a huge fan of hit songs you know I prefer the, the hidden gems sometimes in the album that we yeah. don't hear all the time you know and I think you know when the, when around the time of Sign of the Times you know the cross did get a little bit of kind of radio play in America um, okay. You know, particularly on kind of like a more kind of gospel or spiritual stations, uh, because right, you right. know, obviously they would kind of um, you know attach themselves to any songs that, that kind of had any uh, any kind of spiritual elements. Uh, yes, but, yeah. but what, what a great song! I mean, this is not Creed, huh? I mean, no offense to Creed. Right? <laughs> yeah, no, it, yeah. I mean, I was going to say it's probably better than any other kind of like Christian rock that was out there at the time. Right, right. I think some people, um, when it particularly comes to Sign of the Times, you know, there's always there's always people who feel like one or two of the songs, uh, you know, given the the amount of songs that are on this album. Um, kind of don't yes. fit and I think a lot of people sometimes pick the cross as being one of those simply because of kind of like the more overt spiritual elements uh, but I, right. I, I think it you know it fits perfectly with 
um, some of the sentiments that Prince expresses in some of the other songs on the album, like Forever In My Life, where he's talking about settling down with someone, um, you know, Adore, it, it, you know, I feel, I don't think there's any kind of conflict between like a, a song like Adore and The Cross. Um, yes, you know, it, I totally agree with you. Uh, even something, even something like you know, slow love or or the cross. I don't think there's any kind of conflict there. You know, like um, Prince was capable of kind of not. I wouldn't say being a player, but he was conf. He, you know, he was he was always com- confident in being able to you know charm any women that he met. Um, something that, <laughs> yes. that formed the backbone of of Under the Cherry Moon, basically. Um, you know, <laughs> um, a, a great, a great film masterpiece. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Um, so you know, I feel like that kind of confidence then, and cockiness, kind of, you might feel is not really suited to kind of religiosity or spirituality. But I think Prince manages to kind of fit them together quite well. Yeah, and you see a lot of the preacher when you see uh, they, they're very uh, charismatic and charming. Oh also, yeah, so. yeah, definitely yes. And I would say there's, I mean, this song isn't kind of that overt. I mean, there's some albums later on when Prince does kind of lean on. A kind of preacher thing, uh, but there is a kind of a, a preacher element. Yeah, this does does this doesn't feel pre- preachy actually. No. That's what I like about this song. It's more it's a real song. It's not really a it's not no. niche. But also, you know, you could understand mm. that if this were you know uh, uh, you know a, a church on a Sunday morning, this song would would you know would fit in perfectly, yes. uh, and you know the message of it could easily true true um, true it could easily fit into a true. But like I said, there is such a great uh, tradition of great uh, church and religious music that it fits perfectly in that catalogue so you know just I mean just one of the kind of you know the great Prince songs and you know one of the great album tracks as well because you know there are, there are only a handful of songs that got released as singles off this album um, but there are so many that kind of would have right. deserved to have like more of a spotlight uh, and I think this is one of those right right um, mm, so true. you know I mean if there's nothing else to say about uh, The Cross uh, then I feel like we should go to plugs no I'm very happy I got to do The Cross with you and I learned a lot of things again today thanks to you uh, Darren yeah no problem so uh, plugs no my uh, podcast Abracadapod I say it with a strong French accent uh, do, or <laughs> Dopa which is about movies and uh, comedy and I do with my brother so that's it great stuff uh, you can follow us on Facebook at Prince Track by Track or you can follow us on Twitter at Prince Podcast or of course uh, you could email us at PrinceTrackByTrack at gmail.com not sure why you would though once again thanks very much for being my guest Jean my pleasure and looking forward to talking to you again huh? and otherwise goodbye